All right, so the Gemara is on Davtadi Aleph Amad Aleph. And it starts Tan Rabbanon, four lines down the wide lines. Now, what's interesting is that this comes in... What's interesting is that this comes in the middle of a very fascinating Gemara where the Gemara brings where the Gemara brings 18 different rayas from various psukim and other rayas, mitzvah svara, that there's such a thing as tchis amesim. So this story comes in the middle of the, this story comes in the middle of this Gemara. Now the reason why it comes up over here is because the Gemara previously, uh, the Gemara just brought a, a raya from someone named Gvir ben Psisa. So he was, he's mostly well known through this Gemara that we're going to see now. Um, there's a Medrash that people tell to that say that the Medrash refers to him as Gvir ben Kaysem. It was the same person. Gvir was, um, there was a Gvir Mibeksil, somebody else who's an Amairo, who's probably at a later point in time. But it's just interesting to see and interesting to note, you know, the personalities that we're dealing with here in the Gemara. Um, so the previous Gemara, it says that he was bent over and, you know, they tried to ask him questions. You know, that Picarsum back and forth always tried to get their, you know, to get, you know, they have their beliefs, we have our beliefs, they try to convince us of our beliefs, and they try to convince us of their beliefs, and obviously we don't go for that. Um, and the Gemara brings a lot of the discussions and conversations that they had with the various Chachamim. So here we bring, the Gemara brings a Brisa, and it's very long. It goes just about to the bottom of the Amid. Obviously, Chalik is mostly a Gadatus. That's, you know, the big, big Amudim. It can take a very long time to work through them, even though the Gemara is very Gishmak, still very time consuming. Um, the Gemara goes like this Tanarabana. On the 24th of Nisan, is Natilu Dimus Noi Miyuhudim Yerushalayim. So, difficult words over here to translate, but on the 24th of Nisan, the Girsa, they change it here to Sivan. The, this is mentioned in Megillah's Tainus, and in Megillah's Tainus, it goes by the months. Um, and by, by um, the idea of Megillah's Tainus is that there were different. Um, Dates, different days were not, you know, were minor. I'm having various different stories happen. It's fascinating to go through and see what, and, and to see what they're all about over the different kufis of Klal Yisrael. Um, you know, especially the times of Tanam, the Tanam Shemin Atzadik, that kufa. Um, anyways, so on the 24th of Nisan, some have a different Midrash, on the 25th, but I'll go upon him. Some point in Nisan, the date, I don't know that it really matters for the concept that the Gemara is going to discuss, but we could take, you know, we'll just leave it, just the way our Gemara reads on the 24th of Nisan, is Netilu di Maisnoi, Yehudim Yerushalayim. There were people who wanted to go and be Ma'arer and to stand up against the schus that Klal Yisrael has, that Klal Yisrael owned Eretz Yisrael, you know, which is going to take us to many different places, but first and foremost, I think the first Rashi in Bereshis, is where we're going to get, you know, is where we should find ourselves. But let's first go through the Gemara, and we'll see how that Rashi plays out over here. So Rashi says over here, um, They were Balei Chamas, so he writes and little Chelek Yehuda Yerushalayim. They wanted to steal and own properties in Yehuda Yerushalayim. Yehuda Yerushalayim are different areas throughout Eretz Yisrael where the different people where different people were. 
Shabobne Africa Lodunum Yisrael Fn Alexandrus Mikedon, the people from Africa also claimed that Eretz Yisrael was theirs. What's fascinating is um what's fascinating is that we have a Gemara Zvachim. And the Gemara tells us in Zvachim that many different all the Umas had some kind of um embassy in Eretz Yisrael. And what's interesting was that that they all were very nervous when when there was the there was a big rash and they were trying to figure out what it was. Is the Gemara Zvachim has a big arichas on that they went to Bilam to ask Bilam what to do. Bilam was the you know Bilam was the you know the 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 the, the, chief, the big chief then. So everyone had a shaykhis to Eretz Yisrael and everybody wanted to own a piece of Eretz Yisrael. Um, so the Gemara continues and the Gemara says that they came to Africa to ask Alexander the Great, Alexander Smoked, and they wanted to ask him if they can, to ask them if they can, you know, take part in Eretz Yisrael. Take a, you know, own some, own some property in Eretz Yisrael. Everyone was running after certain properties in Eretz Yisrael. So what does he say? Omruloi, they said, Eretz Canaan Shalonui. They said, Eretz Canaan belongs to us. Eretz Canaan and its boundaries is a pasuk that says that the, where the Torah, you know, the exact borders and the exact boundaries of Eretz Yisrael and where they are. And they wanted to, you know, they wanted to own pieces of this land. So what happened? So, and Canaan, these people were claiming that Canaan was their grandfather, their descendants of Canaan. So they claimed that this belongs, this is their ancestors' property, and they claimed that they wanted to, that they owned it, and they claimed they wanted to take it back. This belongs to them. So, Michal, what's the Hava mean in the world to say that these people should be should should, should want to take it back? Meaning, we know that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us Eretz Yisrael, and we conquered Eretz Yisrael, then it belongs to us. And what's the question, Michal? Right? Who are these people? So, it's very interesting, because the Medrash says, the Medrash says that, you know, why is Eretz Canaan, of all the all the children of Cham, Shem, Cham, and Yefes, of all the nations, why is is um, why is it called Canaan? It could have been anybody, right? But Canaan was the ones that they decided that when, when they were coming into Eretz Yisrael, they decided that they, you know, Yeshua sent, Yushalmi says like this, Yushalmi and Shvi says, that Yeshua sent messengers that they're coming to conquer Eretz Yisrael, they're coming to fight with Eretz Yisrael, and if you want to, if you want to make peace, we can make peace. If you want to fight it out, we'll fight it out. You want to go to war, we'll go to war. But Yeshua says, "I'm letting you know." Yeshua told the Umas that we're in Yisrael. I'm letting you know that we're coming, and we're coming. And our mitzvah is from Hakadosh Baruch Hu to blast you guys out of the land. So whether you like it or not, we're coming. And whether you like it or not, we're going to blast you out of the land. Unless you let us know beforehand that you know what your plan of action is going to be. Meaning on the side that they were going to be Makabal Shev Mitzvah Pnei Nayach, that would be okay. Right? But the interesting is that that's why it's called so Shetan Mechilta and Shetan Mechitan Chuma that that's why it's called Eretz Kenan. Now, we have a shtickle problem with that because Yushalmi that everyone shtels to over here is Yushalmi and Shviya says that the Girgashi was the one that ran away. So the Girgashi is not the one that, the Girgashi is not the B'nai Kenan that we're talking about here. 
it would be somebody else. So maybe it was a descendant, maybe it was a... But I'll go upon him. There were people from Eretz Yisrael that ran away. So Amar Lahu Gvivem Psisa Lachachamim, so it is Chacham Gvivem Psisa, said to the Chachamim, I want to be the one, I want to be the spokesperson, I want to answer them back. So Amar Lahu Gvivem Psisa Lachachamim, Gvivem Psisa said to the Chacham, Tnuli Rishos, give me permission, Ve'elech V'odun Imam Lefi Alexandrus Maikdim. And I want to be the one, I want to be the spokesperson for Klal Yisrael for, in front of Alexandrus Maikdim. If they'll win me over, I'm a lowly Jew, I'm a simple person, so they'll say they won over some simple Jew, big deal. But if I'm going to win them over, they'll tell them, you know, that Teres Meisha would win them over. It was interesting that he needed to take Rishos because we don't find in the other Gemaras when we don't find in the other Gemaras when this one came to ask that you know when that Bikarsim came to this one when that Bikarsim came to that one should he should he not so the Gemara doesn't say the Gemara doesn't say that, that anybody had to ask Rishos the Pashtus was that they the Pashtus was that The pastus was that you had a question, you you know, you had a debate, so you just went to debate with the other person. Why, why do you need to have rishus? So, one second. So, Gemara, so I don't know the terrorist to that question, but I think because there were a lot of ramifications involved, Mitzad the other Umas, because on the Tzad that on the small Tzad that he wasn't going to win, then the Umas may have, a, you know, the Umas will think that they would have a right to take back Eretz Yisrael. They gave him permission, and he went to talk to them, to be done with them, to hear them out, and to tell them what he thinks. Omar Lahem, he said to them, Where do you bring a Raya from? Omar they said to him in Atayra. They said, We have a Raya from the Torah. I'm going to bring a Raya from the Torah as well. I mean, what was the Hava meaning? Where else would he bring a Raya from? Right? So maybe there's a time to say that he would try to disprove them from their own books, as we had in the Gemara earlier, one of the earlier Raya's in the Gemara. Shenemar, what was his Raya? The Pasuk says that Nayak said that Kenan should be cursed, that he should be an Ever Avodim to his brothers. So it's like the Gemara, Ever Shakana Nechasim, Ever Lumi. An Ever that buys Nechasim. Who owns the Eved? Nechasim Lumi. Who owns the Nechasim? Who owns the assets? Vloyoid. Ela Shari Kama Sham There were many years that went by, meaning besides for this, the many years that went by that you didn't serve us as Avonim. Amalhem Alexandrus Malka. So Alexander the Great told them, answer back. I guess he was mediating the debate over here. Amrulai, they said to him, they said to Alexander, give us three days. So they gave him three days. They tried to do research. They tried to bang their heads against the wall to try to come up with something. They were not able to find an answer. So because they didn't find an answer, they were embarrassed that they ran away. And they left their fields. Their fields were, you know, the crops were fully grown. And their vineyards were also fully planted. And that year was Shvi'as. 
And why is the Gemara telling us that it was Shvius? So I think that there's, so it was Hefker, and, you know, Yesh Kinyin, I mean, Ain Kinyin Lagai Beret Yisrael, so belonged to the Yidin. So by the time they finished this debate, Eretz Yisrael already belonged to all the Yidin because it was Shvius. Why is the Gemara telling us that it was Shvius? I think that's good for part of the answer that Gviv Bemsis was trying to explain to them. That what was going on over here is like this that the Pashtus is that they were coming with a tiny bit Eretz Yisrael. That Eretz Yisrael belongs to me. Eretz Yisrael belongs to you know that they that they should own Eretz Yisrael. That they should be able to own Eretz Yisrael. But what happens was that as soon as that they as soon as he proved, as soon as he was able to prove to them that Eretz Yisrael was, as soon as he proved to them that Eretz Yisrael was theirs, right away the goyim already disappeared and Eretz Yisrael became the Yidden. I Meaning he didn't become the Yidden. Obviously, it was always ours. It was always from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but it became ours in the sense that we were able to use the properties and go into the areas where they where they were before, where they didn't allow the Yidden to go into beforehand. So I think that's why we're saying it's Shviyas. Shviyas, the ground is Hefker, and anybody could come and take it. The goyim don't do Shviyas, right? I Meaning even if we hold, even if we hold the Yish Kinyin L'Goyim Eretz Yisrael, I'm sorry, even if we hold any kind of the guy of Eretz Yisrael, that, that the guy can't be kind of, and Eretz Yisrael is autumn, always, I made big to Shasai, but over here, over here, what would happen is that Kali Yisrael was able to take from the parish fees. Okay, the Gemara continues with two more of very, very similar stories. Shuv Pamachas Bob and Emetraim loaded him Yisrael from Alexander Smikton. Another similar story that the Bnei Mitzrayim, the people of Egypt, came to be done with the Yidin, meaning they took the Yidin to court, so to speak, with an Alexander Smikdom. Amrlai said the Bnei Mitzrayim said that Bnei Israel owed them a lot of money. Harei Yoimer, the Pasuk says, Vashem Nasan Eschena Ambeini Mitzrayim by Ajilam. That when Kalal Yisrael left Mitzrayim, they took all the goodies, all the Kesafizov from Mitzrayim. Vashem Nasan Eschena Ambeini Mitzrayim. Hashem Put the chain of the Yidin in the eyes of the Mitzrayim, and when they left, the Yidin asked them for all kinds of things, and they gave it to them. But not to us, Mitzrayim, the puzzle continues. And they cleared out Mitzrayim from all the gold and silver that was there. So the Mitzrayim were tining that you have to give it back to us. Give us back the gold and the silver that, that you took from us when you left Mitzrayim and you didn't give it back. Meaning you, we were under pressure, it wasn't right. You know, we, didn't, we never really gave it to you 100% to give it back to us. Give me permission to go and be done in front of Alexander the Great together with them. If the Bnei Mitzrayim win me over, I'll tell them, and it doesn't, ma- it doesn't make them that you're right, because maybe I don't know how to bring good riots. But if I win, win them over, if I do win them, we'll show, we'll bring about the Kiddush Shemayim, we'll show them the truth of Teras Moshe. They gave him permission, and he went and he was done with them. He said to them, We bring a Raya from the Torah. Why? Because it says that Mitzrayim, the Pazit says that Mitzrayim gave these Kalim and all the Kazavazav and all the money to the Yidden. So Gviv Emsisa said to him, "Avanili, I'll be lechem raya l'manatara. I'll bring you right from the Torah as well." Shenamar, the pasuk says, "Moshe ben Yisrael, Asher Yashvu b'Mitzrayim, 
Shloshim Shona v'Abamei Shona, that Bnei Yisrael lived in Mitzrayim for 430 years. And during those 430 years, Bnei Yisrael were Avadim to Mitzrayim. And we never got any benefits from being in heaven. So, so you have to give us the schar avoida of 600,000 people. For 600,000 years, for 600,000 people that lived in Mitzrayim for 430 years, you have to pay us back for it. Give him back a response. Give us three days. He gave them three days. They did not find an answer. So the time of giving So the same. And that year was Shvius, and the Yidden were able to take their parents and eat them. Now the question is, since when is there Shvius in Mitzrayim? Right? Mitzrayim is not an Eretz so why should there be Shvius in Mitzrayim? So it could be that there were certain areas that the Mitzrayim owned in Eretz Yisrael that they were fighting about. But it could be, if I'm not mistaken, there are those that say that this that this part of Shvius wasn't, uh, you know, it's not part of this Gemara so much. But Akopanim, it's it's taka interesting because think about, think about it, the reality of it. Did Klal Yisrael ever get paid for being in Mitzrayim? I mean, it goes back to the Brisbane Absarim. The Brisbane Absarim was that Kadosh Baruch Hu told Avram Avinu, the Gemara explains, that they either he's going to get Gehenim, for either the children are going to get Gehenim, or it's going to be Shebed Goliath. And it was very interesting, because Amalek, Amalek was a descendant of Esav, right? Esav was fighting with Yaakov, al Lomim, right? And Yaakov, really, Yaakov should have got everything on Haba, Esav should have got everything on El And it's true. The fact that Esav sent Yaakov and causes Yaakov to have a difficult time in Elam Hazaz because Yaakov's real place is to Rasa Chakuk Al His real place is not in this world. His real place is in the next world, the Elam which was very much what Esav couldn't fathom. What Esav was couldn't digest that there's such a thing as Nitzchias. He was all against Nitzchias. But the concept is that Mitzrayim, the it says by the Brisbane Absar, they are going to go out with the great Rechush. So they took everything. Now, technically speaking, that was the payment. That was Taka the payment. There was Bezas Hayam, there was Bezas Mitzrayim. That was, in a certain Eifin, the payment, like the Gemara at the beginning of Brachas, and that test explains. So the. You know, in this conversation between Avram Avinu and Akadosh Baruch Hu, there had to be this idea of So that was already Avtach at Avram Avinu to take them to take them out of Mitzrayim. So that's what he says. He's going to bring them a raya. So that's what his raya was to them, and they ran away, and they did not get anything. Now, obviously, we know that Kalish was in Mitzrayim only two hundred and ten years. Redu Shama. Redu is Gematria 210. So the Kaishi Ashibud is what, you know, the difficulty of the Shibud made it less, that they didn't have to be there for 430 years. It depends on how you count. Rashi and Chumash in a few places goes through different Cheshbanis exactly of the 400 years, 430 years from Leidas Yitzchak till the actually Tiesman time. Shuv Pamachas Bo Bnei Yishmael Bnei Keturah Lodan Rimi Yisrael Alexander Smaikta. And the third time, 
you have Bnei Yishmael and Bnei Keturah that are being done, they want to, you know, they want to have a dentira with the Yidin about Eretz Yisrael also. Amr Lai Bnei Yishmael and Bnei Keturah said, Eretz Kedat Shalon Abshalachem. Two-state solution. Eretz Yisrael belongs to us and belongs to them. Why? Because aren't we also Bnei Avram? Bnei Mitzrayim, I'm sorry, they weren't tiny about Eretz Yisrael. They were tiny about the money. The Bnei Kenan, after Yeshua came and, and got them out of there, so technically speaking, any king, you know, I don't know what international law is now, but any king that goes and conquers another country, it's by all means his. So Klal Yisrael conquered Eretz Yisrael, it's by all means theirs, right? Now, once HaKadosh Baruch gives it to us as a Avtacha, as a Matana, see, even if other Umas and other kings chase Klal Yisrael out of Golis, Eretz Yisrael still belongs to Klal Yisrael, right? Even if we're not there. Everything we're saying in Davening is, is uh, you know, to be right? To, 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 to return to the Kedusha Eretz Yisrael, to return to Eretz Yisrael. That's what it's all about. But over here, they're not saying they give us back Eretz Yisrael, but that we also, we want to have a Shutvist together in Eretz Yisrael. Because we are B'nai Avram as well. So what, what did they say? So we're both Ben Avram, so we both have rights to Eretz Yisrael. Give me permission of Eilech. Give me permission to go and be done in front of Alexander the Great. If the Bnei Yishma and the Bnei Keturah went over me in the debate, Imru, I'll tell them, You went over the smallest one, the simplest one of us. And it's not a riot that you're correct. But if I win you over, if I win them over, I'll tell them, it was a raya from Torah's Moshe Rabbeinu. Nasu le'rishos, the Chachamim gave him permission. I mean, they kind of saw his atzlacha the first couple of times, and now they're giving him a raya. Uh, they're giving him permission again. Halach v'dani ma'am. He went and he he went to the Beit Hamikdash. Let me say to them, Hechanat ha'mivim raya. Where you bring a raya from? Amr loy. So Bnei Shmuel said to them, Minat Torah. Amr la'mafani loy avi raya la'minat Torah. I'm also going to bring a raya from the Torah. Shenamar. Avram gave everything that he owned to Yitzchak. The continues. Says, even though it says in the Pasuk that Avram gave everything to Yitzchak, to the Bnei Pilagshim, which are the Bnei Keturah, Asher Avram, he gave them Matanus, not Avram Matanus. So a father that gave Shtaris to his son when he's alive. And the Shtaris said in it that one of the brothers over here cannot infringe over the boundaries of another one of the brothers, over another one of the children. Right? The what does the Pasuk say? That Avram sent them. He sent them away to Eretz Kedem, wherever and whatever that is, right? But Al-Kopanim, he sent them away. So if he sends, so the halacha is that a father who sends stars to his son and says that one could have this and the other one has that, do they have, could you support a two-state solution between Yishmael and Klal Yisrael? Avada not. But the Gemara ends here 
the Gemara doesn't say that they ran away or they didn't do that. Because I think the answer to that is because unfortunately Ishmael is still there today. So my matanus, what are the matanus that that Avram gave to the to Yitzchak? He gave them over a shame tumma. Now, why did he do this? Why did he give them a shame tumma? So it's a big question. The Mavarshim are very busy with it. There's many reasons for it. Yitzchak didn't really have a use for shame tumma because he was very busy with the Tzadak Dusha. Right? So the question was that how could it be? How could it be that Avram gave them a shame of Kishuf? So the Be'er Sheva, who's one of the basic Mepharshim on Perak Chalik over here, brings from Rabbi Huda Chassid that he taught them the Shem Tumah and he showed them how these Inyone Tumah that has no Mamashas to it. So he was showing them how empty they really are and how they really don't have, <coughs> they don't really have much to offer. But again, in this third story, the Gemara does not say that, you know, he won them over and they ran away. They didn't run anywhere. They're still there. So in the first story, there were people that weren't living in Eretz Yisrael. Second story wasn't about Eretz Yisrael, it was about payments from Mitzrayim. The third story was about Eretz Yisrael, and these people are unfortunately still living in Eretz Yisrael, causing all kinds of horrific things to happen to Klal Yisrael. Let's go through some Rashi's. The Moisnoi, Eirin Balei Hamas, people that are Ma'erer, that are very strong, they want to take things against the Baalim as well. Shai Reitz and Litra Chelik be the Rishalayim. They wanted to own properties in Yehuda and in Yerushalayim. Shabab b'nei Africa, Lodon, Lefinei Alexander Smaikton, Megillas Tainis, Choshev Lehu, Kolaisun Yomim, Shanasim, Emnisim, Lishav, Kavim Yantif. Megillas Tainis goes through a list of all the days that various Nisim happened to Klaus, and someone would convey them to be a Yantif. Therefore, we're saying over here, because it is a great miracle that happened, that they ran away. The fact that they debated wasn't a miracle. The fact that he won them in a debate wasn't a miracle either. He brought them a star karaya. But the Nakuda was that they ran you know, after the debate, they felt so defeated that they ran away. So that's uh, so that's why they were conveyed as a yantif. So what did they say? They said, Eretz Kenan l'gvulei seho. The l'hach ara kari Eretz Kenan. This piece of land is called Eretz Kenan. Va'atam yirashtam shalai kedin. Deshalonuhu. You inherited it shalai kedin because it belongs to us. The Kenan of Inuhaya. It's our fathers. If it's our fathers, it belongs to us. It doesn't belong to you. So you have no business there. You can't You can't own any land over there. So agtin, what are agtin? Ksavim shalit al-echad b'chel chavere. It's a star that shows that one person cannot take in another person's property. Avram was very clear, and Avram was very clear what he gave to Yitzchak and what he gave to Yishmael. Yitzchak doesn't know Yishmael anything, right? Um, and Yishmael has his places, and Kalal Yisrael has what they own. Shem Tomaz or Rashi's Kishuf and Maisa Shedim. He taught them about Kishuf and Maisa Shedim. So this is a very interesting thing. Bechlal, what's the What's the lambdas over here? So, I think for the next year, Mitzvah Shem, I want to go. I want to go through a couple of more. I want to go through a little more in depth about what's going on over here. But I just want to mention one thing that it says the following: the Kusim, which people, which were a group of people who we met up with earlier in the parak in Chelak, 
they, for the most part, didn't follow Torah mitzvahs properly, and then later on it was discovered that they were that they were Eivet of Adizara in secret, and then it became not so secret. It's the story of Malachim, that the lions came, right? So Machlech is Tanam. Are they considered like Gidon? Are they not considered like Gidon? But after they discovered that they were being Eivet of Adizara on Har Grizim, Bidmus Yoyna, so then everyone was masking that everyone was masking that they are now considered um, that they're now considered you know, Goyim Lechal Dover. But, you know, we have in the Mishnah in Demai, Demai is the fruit of Amoret, and you need to take off Meiser. That they didn't take off Meiser, so if I buy food from Amoret, I have to take off Meiser. Right, but what if somebody wants to leave his status of being an Amoret to become a Chaver, a person who takes Meiser responsibly, right? So there's guidelines and steps of what he could do to change his status, to be Mechabalit in front of three Chaverim, and other various... Um, halachas and anhogas that he has to be noyig in order to, in order to um, get the status of a chaver. What about a kusi? Is there any chance that we give a kusi to allow him back into becoming, um, allow him to become a non kusi, means become a more practicing Jew? So it's very interesting because Masech the kusim at the end, it says Masech the kusim is in the back of the Gemara Vedazar. This Masech the Sketanis, and this is one of them. So at the end of it, there it says that if you're if they're makabal on themselves to believe in Yerushalayim and to believe in Tchias HaMesim, so then we could be makabal them, then we could be makabal them as part of Kala Yisrael. I mean, if they had something against, their belief system went against believing in Yerushalayim as being anything chashuv, the same way that they were not maimin in Tchias HaMesim. Now, it's interesting, as I say, this whole Gemara that we're talking about here in Chalik, this whole 18 Rayas that the Gemara brings to back up the Raya that Tchis HaMesim is Minat also leads into a discussion about Yerushalayim as well. Meaning that, you know, we know that Odom Imakim Kaparos in Nivra, right? And he was the offer out of Allah for Tashuf. Odom was created in the Malkam HaMizbeach, and he's going to be, he's going to go back into Alfar when his time is up, right? And you know, Yerushalayim is the focal point of the Avoida, right? Yerushalayim or Tivnei Yerushalayim, as the Svarim say, right? Something like that, different Nusach. Yeah, same idea. The Nakuda is that they, that the, it's interesting because in the Animamans that we say, Yud Gimel Ikrim, there's, no, there's nothing there about being Maimon Yerushalayim. You know, with the Torah Bashamayim and Moshe Rabbeinu and Mashiach and the But I think that it goes together, that it's going together hand in hand with Tchias Hamesim. Because in order for Klal Yisrael to, to Klal Yisrael in, has to be in Eretz Yisrael to do the Avoda properly, to do the, to get the ticket that we need 100%, has to be done in Eretz Yisrael. And it won't be able to happen. If we don't have Eretz Yisrael, and you know, by us believing in something of Yerushalayim, it gives us all our tefillas. You know, all our tefillas go through Yerushalayim, right? It's tail talpias, tails are kolpias, find them, right? Um, Kibesi based tefili yikari lechal hamem. It's not just for Klal Yisrael. Shlomo Melech was mispal when he built the base of Mikdash, that any person in the world. Who comes to the Malkam Amikdash and is mispalel? He should be answered right away, right? And 
you know, they didn't, aren't necessarily answered right away, but the Goyim for sure are, are, are answered right away. That's what the Pasuk says. But the point is, Al-Kapanim, that Alexander the Great, you know, he didn't stick up for the Goyim, he didn't stick up for the Yidin. It seems like he allowed, I mean, he was the one that was, you know, being in charge of this debate. And, you know, we don't really know, as from this Gemara alone, we don't really know what his stance was, what his position was on this whole Misa. But from the fact that he was, you know, he was Malach Bekipa, he was one of the most powerful people in history, and he had many encounters with various Yidin, Shimon HaTzadik, Gviv Sisa, you know. Alexander the Great didn't live too long, so this Gviv Sisa was probably around the same time as Shimon HaTzadik, right? Because the Kufa, where Alexander the Great tried to conquer the world, was very short Kufa. So this Gviv Sisa story had to have happened around the time of Shimon HaTzadik. Shimon HaTzadik, we know, was very old. Right, he was a kind of godl for at least forty years. The Gemara tells us, right? So, forty those forty years were already longer than Alexander the Great's whole life. So he was already, you know, he was already way ahead of it. He was much older. But Al Kapanim, it seems from the Gemara that Alexander the Great let them take, you know, let them take it without a problem. You know, he didn't tell them, oh, you know, the the Jews defeated you and you ran away from your property. Oh, don't be afraid of the Jews. Go back and take your property back. No, no, he didn't tell them that. So he was naches to the terrors, to the truva that Gvivem Sisa gave. See, he was very happy, it seems. I mean, we don't have it. It's not recorded in the Gemara. I mean, you want to know if in Josephus or in other places or in all the other Greek or whatever writings it says, other things about, uh, you know, what, what Alexander the Great may have done, may have said. I don't know. Yesh Mokum Lahayan. But Al Kapanim, for our purposes, I I think it's Pashat that you know we let him you know we let him you know he let Klali Israel off and it was very interesting also one last Nakuda before we close up that the Kusim made a big fight with the Yidden and it's also in Yidden exactly what the date was also mentioned in Gilas Tainus there is a gear so over there that says that it was Chav Dalit Kislev which would be the day before Hanukkah. And the Kusim wanted to destroy the Malkam Mikdash, and it should become their place of Avoida. And he met, that's when he met with Shimon HaTzadik, and he was so overcome by meeting with Shimon HaTzadik, he says, don't let, he said, we're not letting the Kusim have anything, we're not letting them take take control of Yerushalayim, and, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead with this. And uh, they got rid of the Kusim, and you know it was there were kaveh that day for for Yantif as well because you know the kusim weren't weren't able to stare the yidden. <sighs> all right, I think that's all for tonight. All right, take care. Good tovach. I'll close this up. Shkoyach. Recording stopped.